0: Welcome to this episode of the Complete Man Podcast. This podcast aims to help, support, and inspire men of all ages to reach their full potential and be fully present in their lives, be better men, and serve our families and community. Hello again, it's your host Paul Tonner, and today's topic is focusing on being triggered. So, what does it mean to be triggered? It is a topic the men at Complete Men explored in a process during the week. Being triggered is when one has an emotional reaction to a disturbing topic. What triggers an individual is based on their individual experiences. It can be a person, a place, a thing, or a situation that causes an intense or unexpected emotional response. One moment, one can be calm. However, when a sudden triggering event comes along, it can send one into feelings of despair. Anger and hopelessness. The men in the group spoke about several experiences in which they were triggered by something, how they handled the situation at the time, and how they would best respond to the situation in the future. Many men in the group spoke about how they would often be triggered by things that their partner said to them, and how their partner acted at that time. An example is having an argument just over trivial things. There are many different things that trigger someone. However, whatever the trigger is, they all have one thing in common. They are unexpected. Triggers are often due to the past, unresolved trauma, and our emotional triggers alert one to perceived threats in their environment. Now with myself, I've been triggered in the past by criticism from others or hurtful words. You know, I remember when I was young and I started playing cricket against men, you know, being sledged badly on the cricket field when batting wasn't something I was used to. And I've also been triggered by things that I've watched on the news, such as injustice to others, incompetent governments. I get triggered every day when driving on the M1 motorway and seeing the lack of progress in construction work going on to improve the motorway therefore causing traffic delays. I also get highly triggered when watching a sporting event on television and a decision by an official or a captain of my team makes me angry and I've no control of the situation. An you know, example is the current Ashes series. And yeah, I'm finding I, I just can watch very little of it because it, I just get so tense and I get so triggered easily and it brings out the worst in me. However, to me, I believe that being triggered can actually be a gift. And because it is telling me what I'm holding on to from the past and where I'm not free in my life. I've mentioned that I love listening to Rob Dial on the Mindset Mindset Mentor podcast. And to me, it is true when he mentions that our triggers teach us and help us to learn about ourselves. Also that our triggers are our fault because we are responsible for the way we react or respond and that our triggers are what we need to work on most. Now when I feel triggered, it is telling me where I feel uncomfortable and it helps me identify when I'm feeling triggered. I can understand how these triggers form, what it feels like and then respond by creating a strategy for coping when I'm triggered. Now, there's different types of triggers. The two main types are, so there's the internal, so that comes from within the person. So it might be a memory, physical sensation, or an emotion. So an example is with myself. Like, I've had a fear of heights ever since I was young. And yeah, I remember, you know, it might come back to when I was a child, when I was about 10, I was about nine years of age, and I fell out of a car. And, yeah, luckily survived. I was grazed from head to toe. But, yeah, I, I have had, ever since then, I've noticed I've had a fear of heights. And I remember when I was about oh, 21 years of age, walking, I was on holidays in Cairns in Queensland here and walking up to the top of a bungee jumping tower and just, uh, yeah, finding it. Go, only getting about halfway up because <laughs> I was just feeling so triggered and yeah, just couldn't handle the fear of heights. But I also have a, a, get triggered when I see a magpie. Now magpies, I don't know if, what it's like in other countries around the world, but magpies, when, when it's breeding season here in Australia from August to November, magpies are vicious and they'll do anything to protect their young and yeah when I see a magpie there's always that memory of being attacked when I was young by several magpies years ago during the breeding season and yeah every time when it gets to August September every year my anxiety goes up when I go for a walk outside. Now other now other types of triggers when it comes to internal is that there's now, it brings on anger, anxiety, feeling overwhelmed, abandoned, out of control. You know, there might be the urge to run away, escape or avoid the situation. And might be bring on loneliness, muscle tension, so clenching one's fist or jaw. might bring back memories and flashbacks. So every time when I go around that corner where I fell out of that car, it brings back flashbacks and memories of what happened that day. Yes, it might bring back memories and flashbacks to a related traumatic event. And other things with internal triggers, it brings on pain, sadness, panic attacks, maybe feeling unsafe, elevated heart rate, sweating, difficulty with breathing. Now, the external types of triggers, they come from the person's environment. Now, it might be a person, a place, or or a specific situation, it might be a movie or a news item that reminds one of the experience. Yeah, so one thing that I've noticed that they do well on TV these, day, these days is that, that they give a warning beforehand to people that some of the images that they might they'll be showing might be triggering to one. So they're just, you know, warning people about it beforehand. And being connected to the experience. Arguing with a friend, spouse or partner. So it might be a reminder of being in an abusive relationship in the past. It might be a specific time of day. Or there might be certain sounds that remind one of an experience. So this is especially common for people who have served in war. And it might be changes to one's relationship or ending a relationship could even be just a significant date so it could be like holidays or anniversaries so it might be a person whose parent has passed away close to christmas time and every every christmas one might get sad or withdraw around from others around christmas time or it might be going to a specific location that reminds one of the experience now i remember watching uh, a documentary a couple of years ago now And, yeah, it was about some of the Bali bombing survivors who went back to Bali years later. And, yeah, just, you know, how they were experiencing the situation. And some were very triggered, understandably, by going back. And also watched a documentary about some people that have been attacked by sharks and just, you know, coming over that fear, trying to get over that fear of going back into the ocean again. So how are triggers formed? Now, there's much uncertainty over this by mental health professionals. However, some research indicates that the brain stores memories from a traumatic event differently from memories of a non-traumatic event. Now, the brain might interpret a past traumatic event as being a current one, therefore causing the body to experience symptoms it did in response to the original trauma. It's like a fight or flight response. So an example with myself is when attacked by magpies, how I, and it brings back memories of how I felt at the time and how I feel that way now, you know, being scared, anxious, afraid. Or you know, it could be like a strong sensory connection. So example is like a sight, a sound, taste, smell. know, those who have recently returned from a tour of duty may avoid loud noises and flashing lights. You know, like there's, I don't know if you've watched that movie, um, American Sniper, where there's that scene of you know, the father, the main character in the movie, Brad Cooper, where you know, his, his child's just been born and He's in the um, maternity wing there, and yeah, just the sounds there, bringing back memories, triggering memories of his time and duty. And might be linked to a deeply ingrained habit. So an example might be a recovering alcoholic. They might associate a particular activity with drinking. So once a person can identify where the trigger comes from, they can begin to see the cause and effect and what it is linked to. So, it might be a person, example is, you know, who's experiencing grief around a certain period of the year, they may not realise the time of the year when they feel sad and upset. However, once they connect their symptoms of grief to their current experience, they can then begin to open up and analyse a situation. So, what causes you to be triggered in your life? And how do you act when you are triggered? Think to yourself when am I triggered? Where does this come from? What really is causing this? Now, here's some tips on how to recognise what triggers you. Notice how you feel. Do you feel anxious, overwhelmed? Do you feel stressed? Pay attention to the symptoms you have when triggered by something, especially if it is unrelated to your current circumstance. If feeling this way and you don't understand why, there's a good chance that you are triggered and that's why I feel that whenever I am triggered, it is a gift because it makes me stop. And become aware and realise that I'm triggered by something right now. And just ask myself, what what is behind this? Is there something that is weighing on your mind? So it might be like, like a financial concern. However, if it's a routine occurrence that gets you stressed, then one needs to ask, what is really behind this? Why do I get stressed and react when this happens? Another tip is to listen to yourself. Do you keep venting about a particular issue? It might be something at work or a relationship. What is it that when you talk about it, you get all worked up over and over again? I notice that when I uh, watch things on television. And I can understand why some people make that decision not to watch the news. Now, if this happens, it may have you triggered. Also, ask yourself, what are you feeling? If you are quickly and easily provoked and triggered, especially if it happens often, pay attention to it. What is the situation? There may be an underlying stressor behind it. Now, tips on how to respond and deal with what triggers you. Now, there isn't really a cure for triggers. However, one can identify when they are upset and understand why they are upset and manage how they will react to the situation. Awareness and mindfulness are the key in helping one understand why they feel threatened and deal with what triggers them in a healthy way. That is, respond and not react. And this is one thing that I've learnt in my time at Complete Men. Now, the first tip is to memorise your reaction. Where did it, where did you feel it in your body? You know, was it? Did you feel it in your stomach, your chest? Because every emotion has a physical sensation with it. You know, did your mind go blank? Once you begin to recognize that feeling, it will be easier to be able to identify it as a trigger and begin to take the first step in taking appropriate action and respond to the situation in a healthy manner. Now, the second tip, just take a break. Take time away from the situation to process your emotional response. Practice recognising when you're triggered. Do some deep breathing. So I've mentioned in previous previous episode that I'm a nasal breather, so I try and concentrate all my breathing when I'm doing some breath work in and out of my nose. Most people, when they're doing deep breathing, the most common Common method is in through the nose, breathing in through the nose and out through the mouth. And when you breathe out, it should be twice as long as the in-breath. And it can be done anywhere at any time. When we are stressed, the sympathetic nervous system takes over with an increase in our heart rate and an increase in our breathing rate. By slowing down the breath, it helps bring the parasympathetic nervous system into play, bringing the whole body back into rest mode. One feels more relaxed, calm, and they begin to think about the situation, event, and begin to think about their response. Now, mindfulness meditation is also very important. So that what that involves is combining meditation with mindfulness. And it's being fully focused on the now and acknowledging your thoughts, feelings and sensations without judgment. You can combine you can combine it with deep breathing and it just involves being in a comfortable place, just sitting even for just several minutes. And it can be done driving the car in silence, exercising with no music on or the TV on. And just focusing on your breathing or Even just even simply when you're doing the dishes or brushing your teeth. Now the third tip is to understand your feelings. Take the time to listen to your feelings without being hard on yourself. Allow yourself to feel whatever emotion you are experiencing. Don't try and stop it. Just allow it to, to go past. It's like a passing cloud. And... Keeping a journal can be very helpful too, to identify patterns in regard to being triggered. What was the event? Was it a type of person or a situation? Now, the fourth tip is to work with a professional if required. So speak to a counsellor or a mental health professional, especially if you are triggered often and are finding it difficult to manage your triggers they can be very helpful in producing coping strategies or refining one's coping strategies. Now, men's groups are a great way for men to identify and express what is triggering them without being judged and in a safe environment. Now, at Complete Men, we sometimes use role-play situations to assist men in dealing with situations when they become triggered. So, example is... It might be their child is being defiant or it might be an argument with a spouse. And I've witnessed many, many men benefit from this and have improved their relationships and have a much more happier home life. So we can choose to resist or challenge our triggers and learn from them. It is important to take ownership of our triggers. Be aware of what they are. Understand what they are teaching you and then put coping mechanisms into place. By doing this, whatever triggers you will become less and less. So that's all for this episode of the Complete Men podcast. The Complete Men Foundation is based on the Gold Coast and we provide weekly men's groups, online groups and deliver workshops, individual support and programs such as Building Better Fathers for Men to Engage In as well as related personal growth activities. For any man that is interested in attending, please go to our website, completemen.org.au. References for this episode are on the platform page. I wish you great energy throughout your week. Aho!